0: Welcome to PTNL Physical Therapy Podcast. The video you're about to watch is my um, conversation with Professor Cheryl Peralta. It was recorded live in Facebook. So, uh, Professor Cheryl Peralta is the Vice-Rector for Academic Affairs and a professor at the College of Rehabilitation Sciences of the University of Santa Tomas, Manila. She has more than 20 years of teaching experience, majority of which were devoted to administrative positions in the university. Her leadership experience in higher education um, focused on navigating programs towards national and global competitiveness, responding to changing needs dictated by evolving policies, standards, educational context, and industry demands. So she holds consultancy positions in the Commission of Higher Education and the Professional Regulation Commission for more than 10 years, And that allows her to immerse in national policy development, not only for the education of the uh, future professionals, but likewise for their continuing professional development and career progressions. Her academic interests uh, center on quality assurance in education, promoting the use of educational data for informed decision-making. She is a licensed physical therapist by profession and holds a degree in doctor of public health, Major in epidemiology after completing a master's degree in physical therapy. She also completed the master's degree in health professions education that fueled her interest in pursuing a career as an educator, receiving various awards and recognition at the institutional and national levels. So, um, let's hear, uh, the conversation. Okay, mom, thank you very much for your patience. Uh, <laughs> no problem. And- Difficult, technical difficulties sobrang hindi ako sanay with um, <laughs> doing live. Ito yung iniiwasan ko recorded.
1: It's okay.
0: Okay. So I think we should just dive in uh, to the um, conversation. Siguro ma'am, let's start with um, you've been in um, almost all roles a physical therapist hopes for like you 're an educator, a researcher, you became dean now an admin, then a consultant for like policy making institutions in the government, so what is it about physical therapy that ignites your passion and a like to elevate the profession and stuff
2: well because it's our profession no so it's it's really something that we've committed to doing and i think that's true for everyone so i believe that we all have our own role to perform in our own share no to moving the profession forward and i believe even as an individual no even those who are uh, in practice, uh, they may not really have had the opportunity to participate, let's say, in national policy making. But at their own level, no, in their own practice, there is always that opportunity to contribute to the advancement of the profession. No? So when when we try to do better with the way we do things every day, no? especially during the pandemic. no, It's been mm-hmm. very challenging. Right. There's been a lot of disruptions to how we do things, how we used to do things, and we'll never go back to doing things the same way. No? So, wow. yeah. Right. So, I, I think that's it. Uh, I, I'm just fortunate that I've had the chance to um, participate no? in all mm-hmm. these undertakings. So, hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to somehow give my own share dun
0: hmm. sa growth ng profession. Right. Yep. I think that's uh, what every physical therapist uh, should like strive for is to at least give a little part of their service to the elevation of our profession para yep. we all like grow together. Okay. Yep. Um, so, uh, let's dive in now to our, our main topic which is physical therapy education. But, you know, um, but could you give us a little background first on what you do uh, in, in in the Commission of Higher Education in the Technical Committee for Physical Therapy what what you do there and what the committee does
2: yeah so for in CHED in CHED mm-hmm. um, when they, they develop policies for programs pro, you know, program specific policies um, particular to each of the professions uh, they get a group of consultants mm-hmm. um, currently currently um, given given appointments no? as mm-hmm. members of the technical committees. So there are technical committees for each of the professions. And then the chair or the head of these technical committees, they sit in a technical panel. Mm-hmm. So like for me, I'm the chair of the technical committee for physical therapy education. With me are our members. So we have Dr. Carmelo Conanan. Uh, We have um, Dr. Maria Elizabeth Brajeda Mabechay and then uh, Sir Sir Royson Mercado Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and the representative for PRC is Honorable Raul Agustin. So we are five in the committee and then um, I represent the technical committee for physical therapy education in the technical panel for health professions education which is composed of 13 health professions so, we sit together, we um, discuss uh, policy development, um, part of our uh, role or tasks pre-pandemic. Um, what also includes monitoring of schools, uh, responding to school inquiries in terms of um, implementation of um, uh, approved policies by CHEDD. Uh, providing assistance to the regional offices in terms uh-huh. of, um, uh, in terms of, yeah, similarly responding to inquiries or evaluating applications of schools, So th- these are just some of the tasks that we do. But we are consultants, so we are not shed. We always emphasize that <laughs> we're not shed. Uh, uh-huh. we are consultants. Um, the the documents we come up with are recommendatory. So we are re- ah, okay. recommending them. And then it is CHED that
0: approves these funds. Mm-hmm. And part of your um, task there is to you know, set the minimum standards uh, of PT schools. Okay. Yeah. Are, are these minimum standards um, all PT schools should you know abide? Yeah. By- and that's or is it like a guideline <laughs> like yeah thing? so
2: there is the we, we call the the ched calls them the ched memorandum orders mm-hmm. so there are minimum policy standards and guidelines for each of the programs so in our case for pt our minimum standards are reflected in the re, uh you mostly said natin is CMO 55 mm-hmm. series of 2017 right. so um, DCMOs, the policy standards and guidelines for each of the professions, they provide the minimum requirements for program mm-hmm. outcomes, curriculum, mm-hmm. administrators, faculty, um, mm-hmm. even facilities, also, no. So uh, pero yun niya, as you said, it's minimum, no. So mm-hmm. the schools are encouraged to enhance beyond mm-hmm. the minimum standards, but they cannot go below it, no. So uh-huh. that somehow sets the um the, parang the set expectations no for, uh-huh. for all of the schools the offering schools. the PD program. Mm-hmm.
0: And you also mentioned like uh you monitor also uh the schools that how they implement the the guidelines.
2: Yes. Pre pandemic uh-huh. yon. pre pandemic. During the pandemic uh, we have not returned no, to monitoring mm-hmm. the schools. So it's more supportive yung role natin uh-huh. ngayon. So the uh-huh. technical committee, eh, kahit naman pre-pandemic, the technical committee has been working very closely with the, Phys- the Philippine Physical Therapy Association, uh-huh. with the Philippine Association of Rehabilitation Sciences Schools or the uh-huh. Association of Deans for the uh, for the rehab science programs no so combined yon no? pt ot chaka speech also then din say most of the uh, most of the heis or higher education institutions offering pt are also the ones offering ot and speech mm-hmm. kaya rehab science schools and then we also are in touch with our professional regulatory board for physical therapy so um, and then um uh, we uh, try to try to uh, come up with um, consultative meetings. Uh, we participate in our conventions. No, para we also provide our constituents, no, our colleagues with updates mm-hmm. on what is happening in the PT education realm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So with what's what happened uh, last year. 2020 na nag-erupt na yung covid and restrictions how was the how was the, the the management of schools monitoring were you know what 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 changed with how uh, physical therapy schools delivered education
2: well it was it was really unprecedented no? so <laughs> yeah. um, so we must admit that in the second term so kasi nag nag-ano nag-start March, no? So, mm-hmm. um, I, I think for everyone naman, no? so I, I think it was March 9, when at least yung City of Manila suspended already classes, no? Then within the week, and suspend na rin si President. No? Mm-hmm. And we were not able to go back anymore. <laughs> that's March 9, 2020. It's been about one and a half years. Mm-hmm. So, everyone had to um, do an emergency shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, to remote instruction so there were of course depending on the capability of the schools and right. their existing resources uh, I think for most of the schools they shifted to online learning mm-hmm. for other schools um, they tried to see how they can provide the materials still no? and then I, I guess for the emergency shift during the second term they just have to make use of whatever is available to them mm-hmm. um, from academic year 2020, 2021, I think that one already um, somehow had some plans laid down. No? So we know that uh, certain schools, they had to set up their own learning management systems. Other schools decided to go for uh, module distribution mm-hmm. or provision of um soft copies of mm-hmm. the modules, no, so, so, uh, sometime, I think sometime June, uh, we did consultative meetings with, um, schools and also, uh, later on, we included the affiliation centers also, no, our training mm-hmm. centers. As in, we wanted to see, okay, how are you coping, um, right. What are our challenges? What are our suggestions? know how? And then it also provided us with an opportunity to hear what other schools are doing, and so to help the other schools, no, navigate mm-hmm. through the um, changes brought about by the pandemic. And right. then in um I I in sometime in uh, September I think no the. Uh, uh, memorandum order for flexible learning was released by CHED. So that somehow formalizes what options we have uh, in terms of continuing learning and, amidst the pandemic. So um, the CMO, which is available naman in the CHED website, provides options to schools. So uh, depending on the uh, technological capacity and internet connectivity of their students, They can make use of various um, uh, modalities Mm -hmm. in order to continue with teaching and learning. So, um, and then sometime, um, I think it was sometime uh, January or early February when CHED released the uh, CHED DOH Joint Memorandum Circular uh providing guidelines on reopening of schools to limited face-to-face classes. So meron na rin naman 'yan ngayon, no? So mm-hmm. with that, uh, physical therapy was one of the six priority health programs, no, given the go signal to start uh, preparing for limited face-to-face classes, no, resuming. So with that, um wh- while the schools are still trying to improve in the delivery uh, the delivery of their Remote instruction, no, Kasi nga, wala pa rin namang classes. Eh. Um, hmm. They now have to do side by side with it, the reopening no? of, uh, of uh, campuses to limited face to face classes.
0: Are they required to do face to face, or do you have an option to do limited face to face, or stick to uh, stick to stick to the remote classes?
2: we try to uh, emphasize here is that if we look at the program intended learning outcomes for physical therapy, there are really outcomes that cannot be fully developed online. Yeah? Ang lagi nga nami sabi eh, nakakita na ba naman, imagine ba ang isang graduate ng PT na pinag-graduate natin na ni, hindi man lang nakahawak ng kahit isang pasyente na face-to-face. Right. Okay, naman, okay naman tayo sa telemedicine, no? We have nothing uh-huh. against... And, and we appreciate the schools, no? Mm-hmm. Who really try to find collaborative... Um, uh, undertakings, no, with with the uh, clinicals affiliation centers with their partner communities, mm-hmm. in order to provide telemedicine as a right. service. Yeah, uh-huh. we emphasize that it has to be first a service that you have established before it becomes a training training platform, right? Mm-hmm. But, but even if there's telemedicine, tele rehab, no, that can be rendered. Our practice is not purely tele rehab, so right. we also cannot. Uh, we, we cannot compromise the quality of healthcare delivery by, um, shall I say, by fielding professionals no? mm-hmm. who may not have fully developed the necessary competencies mm-hmm. to be able to effectively address the healthcare needs of our future patients and clients. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. No? We, we understand the difficulties, we understand the challenges of, and, mm-hmm. and the risks. Right. Diba? So everyone has everyone understands that. But there are also scientifically proven mitigation measures, naman, mm-hmm. which if we are to really strictly adhere to them, no? and if we're able to plan things out, I, I think there is a way for us to reduce the risks of returning. Mm-hmm. To, to campus.
0: So now, yung mga schools, they have implemented limited face to face? They've started? Some,
2: with... yes. Uh, we don't have a number yet, no. We don't mm-hmm. have the numbers, but there are schools who have been approved uh, or given the certificate of authority to reopen campus to limited face to face classes.
0: Mm-hmm. So last year, last year, when the, the COVID pandemic broke out, wala pong nag intern that time, right? O pa yung meron
2: thing. meron yeah. I think for some of the schools for those schools na hindi kumuha, kasi di ba may gap tayo sa enrollment because of K to 12 no oh, right. so mm-hmm. in 2016 2017 we started implementing senior high school mm-hmm. so there are schools with an enrollment gap no mm-hmm. for academic year 2020 2021 mm-hmm. therefore wala silang interns I ah, don't know, just, thankful or not no uh-huh.
0: <laughs> so, nagkataon <laughs> good coincidence
2: eh nagkataoan na la but there are schools with interns uh-huh. so those with interns they um they started off with virtual so they started uh-huh. off with virtual internships um we encourage dun yung yun mga consultative meetings nga natin we encourage uh-huh. na sige okay naman po yun um kasi wala naman tayong choice no talagang right this is uh, not something that we can control naman so we mm-hmm. just have to make do with whatever we have but we encourage them that um, in uh, even if they are doing virtual internships it will still be good to do this together with clinical centers no clinical mm-hmm. practitioners kasi iba rin naman ang uh, contribution no ng ng clinical uh, mm-hmm. practitioners into um kahit pa uh, case-based instruction din naman yan. Eh, Anong difference niya sa ginagawa na natin sa courses. So in order to introduce those, ano, um, we encourage that this still be done with clinical practitioners. But uh, it was also a reality that at the time, um, the it's not just education that was disrupted. No? So even the services provided by the affiliation centers were likewise disrupted. So, right. dun sa consultative meeting namin with them sometime in October, they did express na quite a number of them are not yet ready to take in interns even if it's online. Kasi syempre ibang preparation pa rin yun, no. It's not as it right. is not as if they will just jump into Zoom, the Zoom link and then teach, no. And hindi naman siya So, they will have to set it up. So, merong mga ganong concerns and the limited number of affiliation centers willing to do or to accept interns kahit virtual was also one of the um, challenges that schools had to face. No? Right. So they had to innovate and uh, determine what else they can do.
0: So paano po yun, when they have this number, of, uh, this number of interns pero limited number of affiliations, they have to be creative but, you know,
2: yeah. So, the schools uh, had to organize a program na uh, parang in-house nila yon din develop male, no. So, yeah. kasi no choice naman. No? So, they have to continue. Siyempre at that time, wala pa rin naman kasing um, ibang mandate ng CHED except to continue with flexible learning, which mm-hmm. they did. No? So, mm-hmm. yun lang. Uh understandably, uh yun, as I mentioned, there are really skills that you can only do so much, no, with mm-hmm. flexible right. learning. So uh yeah, the schools had to um organize their own programs and come up with enhancements no, by by trying to invite um experts, you know, clinicians, practitioners to be part of that.
0: Were there any schools that reported that some of their students did not enroll for that year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So what would happen to there, those students? Are, okay, lang.
2: Delayed lang sila bale. So um there are students who did not proceed with enrollment. Mm-hmm. Meron din naman yung mga nag-request sila talaga na i-defer na lang kasi mas gusto nilang face to face ang okay. internship. Totoo naman 'yon, 'di ba? Gusto naman natin 'yan. So um, even the parents no in our sabi nga din ng mga schools and the clinics even the parents they also expressed no na o oh, sige papatigilin ko na lang muna kasi sayang naman mm-hmm. kung magtutuloy siya kasi hindi naman talaga yun ang pinaka best experience no that mm-hmm. the student can have right so there were some schools who reported that uh, others really had to stop because of financial concerns no so the pandemic has brought a lot of um, financial challenges to families no so mm-hmm. may mga tumigil din because of that and still others especially ngayong um limited face to face no so kung man sila with the online um online internship uh, there is a provision naman in the CMO or in the ched DOH, Joint Memorandum Circular, that uh, the schools shall ref, uh, shall respect no, the decision of uh, students and families no, if they decide that the risks are too high for them, they would not want to proceed with limited face-to-face, they may file for a leave of absence, and then they may be readmitted no anytime later to complete the internship.
0: Mm-hmm. And hindi nila kailangan ng refresher or anything just pick up um, where they left off?
2: I think, ano naman yun, uh, the school now uh, wow. upon re-admitting the students, kasi reality rin naman sa atin na uh, every year may bago, no? so yeah. every year there's something new. So the school now has that uh, liberty to determine hmm. um whether there is a need to do some bridging sessions no before they even uh, let the students start off with internship again kasi understandable talaga yung ano eh learning losses natin because of the pandemic no so yung shift to online learning um talagang meron tayong mga outcomes na hindi mo mamimit doon therefore kailangang i-bridge before mm-hmm. they even start um handling patients right in, in the clinics.
0: Would it be the the school's um, task or would it be the affiliation center's task to bridge those probably gaps? Uh, yeah, I
2: think it will have to be a collaborative approach. Mm-hmm. Um, often the schools are in a better position to draft the whole program, kasi. Uh. So they, they have that, uh, they are in a position to look at the um, the whole program that the student went through already mm-hmm. kasi may partial na, siya na virtual mm-hmm. and what else the student has to go through if it's face to face. So I think in that case, the school has or may be able to get data on okay, ano pa yung kailangan niyang no, before we allow that student to proceed to handling patients. In the case of the clinics, I think there's also much that they can do to um, supplement whatever the school has already done. no, Whether virtually or in the bridging class, uh, bridging sessions that they conducted. Kasi yun nga yung challenge talaga eh, no? So bukod dun sa limited lang yung hours na isuspend nila sa school with a limited face-to-face. Eh, kasi X number of students using X number of facilities tapos Konti lang sila. No? You cannot put 40 students in a classroom anymore. No? So right. you'll have to put them in clusters, spread them out, uh, have assigned faculty. Gano, so may mga logistical challenges talaga. So limited yung hours. And so the clinics, it, it will really be very helpful for the students if um, the clinics can uh, augment no, the skills training. Although ang challenges naman nga daw ngayon sa clinics ay there are not enough patients, naman. I see. Because okay. uh, not not a lot go to hospitals, no, Shepherd, nga pa shakot sila. So they do uh, may, there is also a reduced census no for mm-hmm. patients and clients in uh, clinical facilities. So mm-hmm. you know it's a balance uh-huh. talaga, eh. They have to balance
0: uh-huh. that. Right. So uh after experiencing like last year's academic year and this year is we're starting na. Ano na po yung status ng mga physical therapy schools? How they're gonna adapt already and mm. with what's happening? Ano na yung mga steps na nag-gagawa nila? Or what so, will happen uh, this academic year?
2: Yeah, tuloy pa rin naman yung flexible learning. No? So, mm-hmm. um, Ched, uh, baga, parang nag-declare na rin naman si um, Chair Divera no? that flexible learning will actually be here to stay. So, um, we'll, we'll really have to um, improve on mm-hmm. our flexible learning strategies. Um, and then, uh, yun nga, uh, the schools are preparing to reopen campus. No? So, in fact, there are already schools who are already opened their campus to um, internship. So, yung Mm -hmm. may mga uh, base hospitals um, who are compliant already with the DOH requirements for handling patients with COVID. Ganyan. Tapos, uh, even the labs, they've opened Mm -hmm. up um, their uh, laboratories inside the school in order to facilitate practice of skills.
0: Right. Oh, okay. So, at least there are plans already but main, do you see uh, the the flexible uh, classes, learning classes, or blended classes to start to wane off, like every year? Or hinta na lang natin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh so ngayon, um, kasi talagang one of the I know one of the reasons why we cannot uh kumbaga, reopen fully no mm-hmm. <laughs> reopen fully right. is uh but th- th- there still that threat no of mm-hmm. the covid-19 virus in fact ngayon yung variants na yung mga pinag yeah. so thus right. um, vaccination wise we have not reached herd immunity yet so um, that is a big consideration in uh, um in the um extent of reopening, no, that mm-hmm. we can do. Kasi reality, read, yon, na alam natin na pag nag-reopen tayo, yung chances of infection or oh, oh, there's that risk. But there are also, um, as I've said, no, um, mitigation measures, public health protocols, safety measures mm-hmm. that we can do, no, and that that includes vaccination, in fact, no, so vaccination, testing, contact tracing, kasi yan no, so. Mm-hmm there are protocols that schools put in place and these protocols are anchored on national health and safety policies. protocols din naman. Mm-hmm. So, whether it will wane later, uh, siguro to a certain extent. Sa ngayon kasi parang, at at least for us in our experience, not just for PT, no, but even for the other programs, mm-hmm. um, in, in UST, we try to do it one course, one year at a time no so para manage yung batches na papayagan mong bumalik. and then pagka nakikita natin that it that the protocols are being observed well um, that uh, everyone is you, you know everyone uh, is already learning how to do their share of protection, diba? para everyone also um is able to contribute to risk mitigation mm-hmm. then that's the only time na gusto mong magdagdag pa rin ng susunod na year level so so mm-hmm. year level. ba so if, if that's how uh, weaning, <laughs> or we or that's how we will win away from flexible learning i right. i think talaga eh papunta
0: mm-hmm. doon Asso ah, sa so UST ngayon unti-unti muna nilang Yes. Hindi, uh, okay.
2: In UST kasi what we do um yun nga no we prioritize those programs uh who already have policies no, mm-hmm. na na-release ng CHED or at least if um we are being consulted kasi because we're comprehensive university no so we have uh, quite a number of programs in in the university, so hmm. we are usually consulted by association of schools for various professions, as to how we do it, no, for for hmm. And then because uh, our health programs have already started, those now become benchmarks also okay. for the other profession. So it parang tayo ng parang template process template hmm. programs no? na pwedeng pa so, what we do, we prioritize. So, we prioritize first graduating students. because uh, okay. anong courses ng graduating students ang kailangan ng face-to-face engagement? So, mm-hmm. malinaw sa atin na if, if the outcomes can be achieved uh, without face-to-face, then let's not have face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Only the outcomes that cannot be achieved through online learning, those are the courses, no? That we will render hours for face to face. So we start okay. off with graduating students because we want to prepare them for the world of work, no? wherein right. not everything naman is work from home. Mm-hmm. So they really have to do skills. And then later we will go to the next level, yung mga susunod internship. Because we also understand that uh, having, having missed actual laboratory classes in campus, uh, there are skills that they would, they have not practiced no, mm-hmm. during their uh, third year or even the second half the second year. no. So, dapat makabalikta rin sila paunti-unti so that you don't have to do a lot of bridging naman before they go into internship.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then, so on and so forth. no. So, pababa ng pababa.
0: Ni nila naranasan yung tatawagin yung pangalan nila for prax. Or... <laughs> Oo,
2: wala na yan. <laughs> o
0: hindi na religious.
2: Yung... <laughs> meron yeah. meron siya online ngayon ano, nagpo-practicals pa ren. Oo, nagpo-practicals pa ren. Uh, I I I came uh, I I came to observe one one time then. No? So, keto pa ren naka-assign ka pa rin sa faculty pero Zoom okay. link lang ang pinapasukan niyo.
1: Oo. Test
2: ka pa ren. Sumasagot uh-huh. ka pa rin ng questions. Uh-huh. Nagpa- nag nag daga uh, re-return demo ka pa rin ng skills pero dapat may pasyente kang kasama sa bahay Kung may may partner family ka. member yes yeah, oh, so, okay. <laughs> so yung nana yung kapatid yung ganyan so mm-hmm. yeah so, uh, we we ano naman, we appreciate the innovativeness and the creativity of our faculty members and administrators in coming up with all these
0: alternatives Mhm at least hindi hindi nabawasan ng konti yung ano yung experience nila with it comes to prax. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh, uh, pero, pero iba pa rin na pero iba pa rin, uh, uh, syempre uh, pagkarepaced uh, to this.
0: So. Pagkaharap mo talaga yung yung professor mo habang yeah. <laughs> misconstrued ka. Um the ah uh, kung naalala ko po yung ano yung CMO 55 I think the transition of the the new curriculum is set this year right 2021 2022 yeah ano the puka?
2: full the full implementation so we started in academic year 2018 2019 mm-hmm. that was the year when the first batch of senior high school graduates entered college mm-hmm. so for four years four year programs four years na lang kasi ang PT ngayon oh. so for four year programs uh, we're running the fourth year curriculum this academic year 2120 mm-hmm so we'll finish one whole cycle of the new curriculum by this year for okay. 5 year programs kasi in the case of USD, ang 5 year program na lang natin ay architecture uh-huh. um hanggang next year pa yung full cycle okay. nila uh-huh. so after one full cycle we usually we will uh, we will commence we schools are expected to commence with curriculum evaluation no? so uh-huh. that they can see whether there are improvements that need to be done in the mm-hmm. curriculum in the succeeding years.
0: So far po, but were there any feedback on the difference between the old curriculum to the present curriculum?
2: Well, there are a lot of changes. One, uh, nagbago, ng, nag, nagbago ang uh, GE curriculum, pero marami pa rin yung units. <laughs> so, um, yeah but but they it's nakatulad before that when you uh start off the program all your GE are usually in the first and second years. Mm-hmm. So pagpasok may majors agad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, they are expected to already start off the foundational mm-hmm. courses no? in, in in the majors. And then um another is that uh skills based Kasi siya agad. No? So mm-hmm. integrative then yung approaches. But uh, it depends on the school, no, on how they organize. Kasi you own, that's one unique feature of the PT-CMO. It, it really uh, is not a prescriptive curriculum. No? So we set the minimum outcomes, minimum content standards, and the schools are given the liberty to organize their own courses. Um, depending on how they deem it more appropriate through backward design of the curriculum uh, so that they are assured that their institutional outcomes and the minimum program outcomes are achieved.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's go now. I, I remember. Um, the uh, One of the, I think, outcomes in the CMO 55 was it's heavily on on research right mm-hmm. so um is it uh the school's um task or is it the um affiliate thing or the clinics task to bridge uh like the research and to practice or because i think well in my time there we noticed some some there's gaps in the what we have learned and what be, what is being practiced mm-hmm. now was so, uh Curriculum or in, in the affiliation centers, is that gap like uh, being lessened already? Or
2: hopefully, uh-huh. <laughs> hopefully. So, yeah, there is at least one program outcome that focuses on research mm-hmm. and it enumerates performance indicators um, relevant to uh, effectively performing a research researcher role in the context of physical therapy practice. Mm-hmm. But the outcome is uh, well the outcome at minimum is expected is expecting students no to be good users of research evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, minimum yon so uh-huh. um all schools should teach their students to um utilize research evidence to make practice decisions. Mm-hmm. So in our case, anya, no, evidence-based practice. Right, uh, right. But universities, kasi may typology. You know, when we started drafting the CMO, there is what we call the horizontal typology of schools. No, Universities, colleges, professional institutions. So uh, regardless of typology, everyone or every school is expected to develop graduates. Who can effectively utilize research evidence for practice, mm-hmm. and then um, for universities in addition, they have to ensure that their graduates can be producers of research, mm-hmm. so new knowledge. No? So, um, but of course that doesn't prevent, naman, college and in- professional institute graduates to be producers of research. No, pero yeah. at minimum, dapat yung mga university graduates marunong sila, no.
1: Right,
2: right, right. So yung gap na sinasabi mo, yung curriculum bridge that gap, mm-hmm. um, we're hoping that mm-hmm. of course you cannot address everything naman ng dito lang sa bago. No? So we're right. hoping that as we uh, all contribute to the advancement of the profession kasi ang number one done is to make sure that our own competencies are updated. Di ba? Okay. So we have to make sure that we are um Updated with uh, the current practices, scientific uh-huh. evidence on what will be good and not good for our patients. No, so, uh-huh. pagka, pagka kasi yung professionals are also abreast with um, current trends, then it's it's no problem. No, pagdating ng ng students, they have good. Um, role models uh-huh. to take on, so and I, I think that's where CPD comes in. No? Uh-huh. So the continuing professional development being uh, promulgated by the Professional Regulation Commission is actually intended to do that. No? So those who are already in practice, so we understand that they have a very rich um, experience already with patients, uh-huh. but they also have to. Uh, ensure no, that their level of knowledge and skills uh, already capture new trends mm-hmm. no, in the profession.
0: Right. So uh, the, the role, the task of the school is to provide the current uh, you know, researches. The clinician would also want to stay abreast with current evidences. But would that translate as well to um, the licensure exam the 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 formulation of the questions of the licensure is it abreast should it be abreast with the current evidences yes yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: okay kasi ano naman yan when in our discussions with the professional regulatory board mm-hmm. it indeed um kasi PRC uh, uh develops no a table of specifications for the licensure examinations no and uh um, by practice they, these will have to be aligned with whatever policy standards and guidelines were released by ched for the profession no? so there's a there's a system naman that they do for that no? so okay. uh, hopefully kasi ga graduate tayo ng unang batch ngayong taon right. magbo na exam yon no? so um hopefully uh, the Board exam, uh, as as uh, as we expect it, will also align already with the outcomes, no? The outcomes based education, and I I believe no, we've had several meetings, naman with our professional regulatory board, and Honourable Augustine is also seated naman in the technical committee, so we're hoping that will facilitate the smooth transition.
0: Right. Okay. Well, very hopeful for that for our uh, future colleagues. Uh, Let me ask a question of uh, someone who commented uh, in the uh, Facebook uh, uh, promotion. So his question is from um, Kirby Baloy. How often is the validity of practice evaluated versus the psychometrics of the curriculum being utilized? While I understand that this is within curricular standards, um, may lag behind current practice and are there efforts to align it?
2: Yeah, that that is a no. That is really a reality, not just for PTA eh, but for mm-hmm. any profession, no. In fact, there are literature saying that the half life of knowledge is shrinking. No? So so um, the half life of knowledge for college degree is, uh, uh, I think, three, three or four years, no. So, bago ka graduate kalahati na lang nung alam mo yung valid for your practice, diba? So, I, I think that one. Uh, cannot be bridged by schools alone, mm-hmm. so kasi nga, we are all in a journey of continuing professional competency, so mm-hmm. that is something that is part and parcel of our responsibility as a professional and I think we owe it to our patients to assure them no, that we know the best options for care of care no for mm-hmm. for them no the the best right. options for them no cost effective options for them no? so mm-hmm worth their money, safe and effective, di ba? Uh-huh. Pero hindi mo kasi yon may assure uh-huh. if um, we will just depend on curricula no, that you uh-huh. go through for years. Right. Because curricula also, they don't change every month. They don't change every year, in fact. no. So, um, the curricula of school, siguro, uh, wh- while there may be um arang midway evaluations being done by schools, -hmm. you wouldn't also want to change the curriculum every year. -hmm. Because it's really very hard if you do that. So that's why often, uh, well, ngayon, uh, one option for the schools is to put in, let's say, courses that will capture emerging practices. So makakakuha ka na ng may mga curriculum na may professional electives, ganyan. Right. So, pwede mong ipasok doon yung mga bago ngayon. No? Or may curriculum na may mga courses on emerging practices. Mm-hmm. So, yung mga bagong trends na ipasok nila. So, mas madali kasi yung magbago ng course plan or content within a course rather than change the whole curriculum. So, right. on the other hand, graduates also should be very, very aware of the fact that their knowledge upon graduation, no longer captures all the new things no kasi um hindi daan na talaga yon kayang lahat so right. the um continuing plan for lifelong learning nga, so we have to be lifelong learners. Ika nga, no? that's part and parcel of the minimum then standards ng WCPT. Diba? Kasi nga, um, maraming bago, especially with the technology, with the push for interprofessional collaboration, no? maraming bago. So professionals will have to take it upon ourselves to, um, one, to develop a career path. And that includes specialization. Diba? Right. Hindi na pwede yung natin na yung tinuturo natin sa estudyante kung ano pa yung natutunan natin nung gumradio tayo. <laughs> so, hindi na yung pwede. Diba? So, uh-huh. whether you're in the clinic or in the school, that will no longer um, that that will no longer be acceptable. No? Mm-hmm. So, um, specialization and, and I, I should say that that specialization no might be specialization in terms of roles or specialization in terms of the area of practice that you are in mm-hmm. uh, will will help us at least focus mm-hmm. ourselves no on, on a particular um particular area that we can be very good at kasi mm-hmm. sa philippine qualifications framework din naman yung pag graduate na nagpukuha natin ng Essential. It's not the peak of the framework. Level 6 lang kasi yun eh. Hanggang level 8 yung Philippine Qualifications Framework. So, ibig sabihin, professionals are expected to reach the peak, no? The highest hmm. level in the framework, which is level 8.
0: Right. And
2: right now, um, PRC is actually working on or well, our uh, the different professional regulatory boards, no, and the uh, consultative committee committees that they've created are working on career progression frameworks. Naman, no, so atin din, so we're also working career progression framework so that physical therapists can go to level seven or post baccalaureate and level eight or doctoral and post doctoral, hindi lang through the academic track where you enroll in masters or doctoral programs, but even through the professional track wherein your professional experience and your non-degree trainings can be credited.
1: Oh, and
2: okay. uh, yeah, we consider that's level 7 or level 8 equivalent. Okay. So, may mga ganyan naman. So para in the future then, hindi lang tayo yung lagi namin sinasabi ito sa CPD Council, no? pagka we get a chance to talk to our professionals in uh, seminars. no? So we always tell them. Kaya po, pag kagano na, hindi na yung para lang ma-comply mo yung 15 units requirement for renewal, may seminar ngayon ng PEDYA, attend ka ng PEDYA. Ah, next week, may seminar ng stroke, attend ako ng stroke. <laughs> Susunod, meron ng seminar ng So, o kaya, ko ng seminar on admin, attend ako ng admin. Eh, parang, di ba? So, kailangan may plano ka. I mean, o kailangan na ba umattend ng lahat ng yon? If they all fit within your plan, of mm-hmm. um and uh, specialization or focused practice we you will really be able to contribute to the advancement of the practice and healthcare.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the, the talks of specialization, is there um, a, a plan or at least, you know, pinag uh, to start the, the idea of specialization in schools? Like, for here, I think some schools in, in the U.S., in their uh, physical therapy schools, would have, like, offer Um, neuro-track in in their uh, schools. Is that something that, is that an option or?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. uh, Actually, um, sa ngayon kasi, yung career progression framework that's Mm -hmm. being created for physical therapy, they're anchored on the rules. Mm -hmm. Kasi CMO55 already um, I say, under, kino-consult din naman natin yan no, with practitioners before we come up with these CMOs in shed. So, upon consultation, so we identified several rules that the physical therapist Performs after graduation, and those are now the basis for career progression frameworks that we're working on, no, in the committee. Um, but aside from the roles, let's say clinician, mm-hmm. educator, no, um, may subspecializations too, no, like you say, I'm neuro, ortho, mm-hmm. right. uh, manual therapy, ganyan, uh-huh. no, so yan. And for educators, it can be a clinical educator mm-hmm. or members of the academy, ba? So, may mga ganon. So um, you mga yan sa ngayon, even our master's programs that are already running, uh, they already integrate these um, mm-hmm. specialization tracks, no? so okay. which I think is good. Um, though we also do not uh, want to discourage those who would want to remain in the clinical in the general clinical practice track. Right. Uh, pero gagalingan pa rin nila. Kung baga, ang specialization pa rin doon la is clinician track, right. mm-hmm. no? Pero on general practice. Eh, kasi we recognize that there are really areas that do not really need highly specialized therapists. Like if you're mm-hmm. working in a let's say in a tertiary hospital, general right. hospital who caters to all kinds of patients and clients, hindi ka pwedeng magaling ka lang sa isang grupo ng pasyente, mm-hmm. no? So you need uh, I really have to cater to everyone. So yung ganon, kaya we recognize na, oh, baka nga by role ang dapat na first layer ng specialization. And then later, they can subspecialize if that is a requirement or at least if that will benefit their individual practice or their individual institutions.
0: Right so so pagsa hospital unless malaking hospital tapos meron silang PT for neuro, may PT sila for ortho, oh, oh, PT sila oh, for oh. pelvic floor.
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> Kasi ano rin eh um if we look at it no um in terms of right now when when we look at the primary health care, no, universal health care implementation no, in the country. Uh, wh- while, uh, the area, while specializations may have a role in that, no, uh, we see that especially for resource limited areas, general practitioners will have a very big role in ensuring right. that access to services are made available.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Because I mean, minsan sting physical therapist lang yung available though wala naman tayong i mean direct access pero mm, yeah <laughs> PT lang yeah. nandoon sa isang community
2: mm, pero ano naman yon no recognized naman din even even in our current law which is a bit old no ah mm-hmm. uh, naman doon na uh, yes we we have to have uh, well by by the law it's prescription from a physician no but mm-hmm. prescription naman kasi can come in different ways no but what what's clear is if a uh, Patient or a client, no, comes to you consulting, no, and you mm-hmm. think that um, qualified, naman siya for these services, but you need, you really need to have this uh, particular patient cleared, no, medically and ano, mm-hmm. uh, so you the referral uh, knowledge, the knowledge about referral systems very important, no, mm-hmm. Kasi, uh in terms of the practice of physical therapy yeah we can we we have uh, we should have that knowledge to distinguish no ano yung kaya natin gawin din nating kayang gawin right. pag hindi nating kayang gawin uh, that would be refer detrimental out. to the patient diba so oh. you have to refer out and then balik siya sa yo para lang maensure na safe talaga no kapag mm-hmm. ka, uh, ni-render natin yung interventions
0: right um, so uh <laughs> with In terms of physical therapy education, it, it was a good uh, conversation. Um, siguro po, uh, last thoughts on what, you know, how do we want to see physical therapy moving forward in terms of mm-hmm. education?
2: Recently, you know, the WCPT <clears throat> uh, published a new document, no? mm-hmm. I think it was Framework. Uh, for physical therapy education, no, because in consideration nga of all these changes, second, um, we should really uh, anticipate that the changes brought about by COVID will uh, will not only change the way we practice. It will hmm. definitely, it has definitely changed the way we develop future practitioners, and um, even practice will change, no, so. Uh, um, bilis, di ba? Parang um, lahat, di ba? napabilis niya, no? So lahat we, na bago. we never imagined that tele rehab will gain so much traction in such short time, di ba? So right. this now remi- this now becomes a mainstay in our curriculum. In that mm-hmm. case, di ba? So like um as I was saying, di ba? Uh, we perform different roles as mm-hmm. clinicians right now. I I believe there are new things we need to teach in light of COVID. Diba? Mm-hmm. So, also our um, role uh, in infectious diseases now gets highlighted. Mm-hmm. Kasi parang exactly. before we are more into the non-communicable, diba? Pero mm-hmm. ngayon meron din tayong role in terms of communicable diseases and that's something that we need to emphasize also in the curriculum. For educators, it has definitely changed the way we deliver education, no? Or instruction, whether for whether for students or for communities for families no so we have to learn more about delivering things online <laughs> or making, making sure that our strategies are effective for learning diba? so researchers ganun din nagbago rin yung mga approaches natin kasi hindi ka makapag field work and all of that no even community development and advocacy so there are a lot more changes that will happen with the fourth industrial mm-hmm. revolution right now and the upcoming industria fifth industrial revolution. A- natin, what <laughs> yes, with in- with ano kasi with automation, machine learning, mm-hmm. artificial intelligence. Ah. Sabi nga natin, darating yung panahon hindi na tayo magtuturo ng paggagawa ng mga thermoplast. no? Mas <laughs> susukatan mo lang yung pasyente may 3D printer, okay 3D na, 'di right. Oh yeah, Parang makagana na lang eh, 'di ba? So mm-hmm. Um, we really have to teach our students, um, skills that will make them future ready. Mm -hmm. So, and those skills may not necessarily just be focused on the new content that they need to know. They have to search for new content. They Mm -hmm. have to learn how to learn on their own, no? And they, they will have to get, um, the opportunities to really practice critical thinking, right. um, creativity, teamwork,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and these are things that will really make them ready to face whatever is there in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, I agree. So, ang, ang, ang learning is the the schools would have a minimum standard curriculum, but we can't learn everything in school. No, we you can't. can't. Yeah we can't learn everything in internship. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yung mga na sinasabi na, like, we hear sentiments na, oh, hindi ko na niya sa school or, or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, hindi mo matutunan dahil sa school eh. Ah, you need So, it's up, it's up to you to, you know, uh, learn more, don't stop, you know, studying, mm-hmm. researching, and helping your patients or kung, kung sino man yung, um, yeah, and stakeholder more, your your students, your your patients or whoever. So yeah. So thank you, um uh, che. But uh before I let you go, I usually ask my my guests in this podcast what this question. Um the the podcast is called PT Meal. It's a complete meal of information and inspiration from physical therapists. So my question is, what are the three essential ingredients in your life uh that you always carry? It may be your Principle, your belief, what are the three truths? What are the three things that make up Miss uh, Mom Check?
2: <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Um, well, first, I, I think uh, we, we have to understand that opportunities do not always come to us. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you have to seek them. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to a batch of physical therapy students. I was invited to give a talk, no. And they, they were saying, paano na po 'yan, no? Nabawasan na 'yung opportunities namin kasi nga paano 'yan? Magkakaroon pa ba kami ng trabaho? Ganyan wow. after nito dahil graduates kami of COVID batch, ganyan, no. <laughs> but I I told them, well, opportunities do not always come to you. You have to create your own opportunities, no. Sure. So, and the opportunities right now, may not be the same opportunities that were available before
1: mm-hmm. so
2: we you just have to be open to possibilities we ha, again no we have to be prepared when opportunities come no? yeah. so uh, so that we are able to grab them and you don't just grab them for the sake of no kasi uh-huh. yung second is um you always have to remember that you do not know everything no so and you are all you are not always prepared for every opportunity that comes so uh, sabi nga uh, i I always like this um uh quote no that god does not call those who are prepared no so he prepares those whom he calls so we just have to trust that process. No? Mm-hmm. So sometimes kasi, no, we're very hesitant to take on um, opportunities or take on a particular assignment because we feel we're not ready. But if mm-hmm. but if you undertake all necessary means to prepare yourself, later on it will definitely be help you become a better person. No? So right. may so naman darating sa yung opportunity. So that one. And then lastly. Uh, if well, opportunities become more meaningful if they're not all about yourself, uh, so when you do way. get an opportunity, um, it's not because you're good or uh, I mean, it's not because you're good or you're known kaya sa you to be given, right? So no, it's actually an opportunity for you to serve others. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it it is an opportunity for you to make use of whatever talents you have, whatever abilities you have, to hopefully create change in the world no? in whatever little way you can. And of course, that should be change for the better. So, kaya kaya when when these opportunities come or when you do create these opportunities, mm-hmm. you have to prepare for them, and you have to bear in mind that these are all. In the service of others, so I hope that will push our profession forward for a stronger physical therapy profession.
0: I love that. I love that. The opportunities don't don't come to us. You don't have. You don't know everything, and opportunities are good if it's not about yourself. Powerful. <laughs> so again, thank you very much, Mom. Che. Pasensya na sa yeah, the Thank day. you, Yohei.
2: No problem. It's a pleasure, it's a pleasure having this conversation with you and with your audience.
0: Uh-huh. Thank you for everyone who's watching. You can, uh, those who haven't, you know, can't catch the live, it will be available here in, in Facebook and also probably later in Spotify and every podcast apps that I publish it to. So, Again, thank you very much, Momche. Uh, thank have you.
2: A- have a good day, Johan. Thank you very much.
0: Take care. And there you have it. Another episode of PT Meal Physical Therapy Podcast. Recorded live via Facebook Live. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And if you haven't liked or followed our social media, please do so. PT Meal Podcast and Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe and follow us in uh, YouTube. YouTube. PT Meal Physical Therapy Podcast I am planning to upload all of the podcasts there as well as soon as possible (laughs) as soon as I can there's a lot of uh, videos that I need to edit but yeah hopefully all the all the podcast interviews will be there so um, if you have any comments um, any feedback about the episode and any topics you want to hear in the future uh, send me an email at ptmealpodcast at gmail dot com or send me a private message in those social media outlets. So until next time, see ya.